What's up, guys? I'm Sky. And I'm Kamisha. Welcome to Multiversatility University. M-U. Welcome, welcome, everyone, to our season four, episode one of the podcast. Uh, it has been quite a while. And so we are just going to use this opportunity to catch up with each other, catch up with everyone. And yeah. Yeah, I feel like they got to relearn us now. <laughs> Tell myself, because I am not the same person I was January 1 when this first dropped. No. Um. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> there has been evolution and all kinds of things. And uh different i mean we're in different roles we're in different places uh sure so, yeah lots of, and and you know to be to the so the people know we have not even been i don't think we've been in touch all summer i feel like i checked in <laughs> in the school year and there was supposed to be things happening and i didn't follow up it's fine I, I, I honestly you're absolutely correct like we're catching up with each other so welcome to a little peek into the to the catch-up sesh yep real life we're gonna be planning and executing things while we do this because uh so you know one of the conversations we had at the end of the year was uh do we still want to do this mm -hmm. and how do we want to execute it because it is um it is challenging mm -hmm. to get guests all the time Indeed. particularly in the midst of like this is not my job right i'm not getting paid for it i'm doing this because i enjoy it right. and so the balance of other things that are priority and other things that are going on and i also got to the point where i felt like i was kind of like being a bugaboo towards people and being kind of like harassment and so I was like okay well we don't have nobody right and then we also didn't want to just put out episodes for the sake of doing it right like at least let it be first and foremost something that we really really wanted to do in that moment but also like we just didn't want to just go down and, and do whatever so um yeah but no it is really hard like so for those of y'all listening if you just felt the unction in that moment to be a guest contact at the mvu.com no really um you can, can hit us on instagram twitter facebook you could i mean some people know us you could text us you can also, email us i mean facts these are you can all call facts. us <laughs> All facts. Smoke six, something. Anything. <laughs> Anything. So. Anything. Um, but no, that's that's real. How you been though? You you good? What's, what's going on? Uh well, uh when we last spoke, I'm supposed to be in a whole nother country doing a whole nother job. These and are facts. My uh paperwork has uh gotten caught up in the system, I guess I shall say. And so I have been left with a lot of time on my hands to just kind of reflect and revisit and uh, reframe things. It's it's actually uh, 
Oh, when is it? Okay, so I'm 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 gonna actually break the third wall, and I am not exactly sure when we will uh, post this episode. However, recording this episode, we're just coming off of like Labor Day ish time. Yep. So just getting back from traveling back to Cleveland and Chicago and reconnecting with people, and had the opportunity to. Uh, meet up with three different former colleagues that I have had who have all left the classroom. And one in particular, whom we both know, uh, she and I met for coffee. She's also been on the show. So uh, Nadia Owens and I met for coffee in Chicago. And as soon as she walked in, I was like, this is what freedom looks like. And um, I want that. (laughs) Sign me up for some of that. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, right now, I think I'm just in a space of uh, whatever is going to be next. Is it going to be sooner? Is it going to be later? However, I think that my season of transitioning out of the classroom is upon upon us. Really? You think it's, it's definitely that time? I'm thinking it's that time. It might even be past that time, and I'm trying to hold on to something I don't need to be holding on to. Ooh. Touche. Touche. That, well, um, I feel like if, uh, quite a few people, right, like myself included, is, although I am still teaching, I am still in the classroom, I have... Um, I'm, I'm kind of one foot in, one foot out. I kind of... There's this running joke where... I am one half admin right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm half admin, half teacher, just with the role, the new role that I am in at my um, at my institution. And so, which share with the people? I know, but they don't. Oh, true, 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 true. Um, so <laughs> I am the <laughs> inaugural um, director of diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging at my school. Mm-hmm. And so um, while the school has always had committees to do the work, they've never had um, a human to spearhead and make sure that things are being done to make sure um, to, for that accountability piece, but then also for data tracking and just to kind of see growth or not. Nah. Um, and so um, it's it's. It's an interesting one. This is my very first time in the role. Um, love. I, I'm very deeply grounded in the work. This is my first time in the role. And so I kind of have that that one foot in, one foot out. And so while I'm teaching um, tomorrow's youth to read, um, I'm also making sure that, you know, handbooks um, have proper language for today's climate. And so, um, yeah, it's been a really interesting kind of balance. Um, I was actually pulled into kind of one of those spur of the moment meetings, um, spur of the moment leadership meetings during one of my planning periods because something came up that required my voice and my input and kind of my my direction on. And I just remember sitting in that meeting, this happened yesterday. I just remember sitting in that meeting like, oh, this is really happening. Like this is really a thing. Um, so. So for clarity, you are, just let me clarify, um, you are still in the classroom full time and yes. then expected to be doing this role. Yes. Okay. Yep. And so that is an example of uh, 
you know, why sometimes these particular roles that have come up for me and then having the opportunity to interview with different institutions or know people in roles such as yours, just the, um, I'm going to say, I guess the intention, uh, intention and attention given to it versus like, is there a DEIJ team? Mm-hmm. Or is it just a person? Mm-hmm. Is it a standalone role unto itself? Is it mm-hmm. administrative? Do you have a seat at the board table? Like just mm-hmm. all these different dynamics of it and how for me it really speaks to the level of commitment to the work. Mm-hmm. It speaks to, I think, the commitment you have for the people that you're asking to do the work because there's just some positions I look at and I'm like, I have no desire to be the one person doing it from K through 12th grade and, and hoping, wishing and praying that teachers who are expected to be full-time in the classroom are going to volunteer their time. And we know usually who's going to volunteer their time around equity, inclusion, belonging, diversity work. So it's like, um, I just, I'm one, I'm curious when there's going to be a, a full, um, a full shift of mm-hmm. what the what is necessary to do the work and if people are serious about it because it can't be a person <laughs> it has to be a team and people have to be paid and they have to be given the time and just those various factors that are um, you know I think about because uh, I too like I too enjoy the work but I'm not going to burn myself out for sure no, and that's so interesting that you mentioned that because um, as a um, a new human into this role, I've been doing just some some research myself um, across the uh, across independent schools within the country, but then also across um, independent schools in the area in my local area, and so just kind of seeing what their structure is, seeing if they're their um, DEI insert whatever letter your organization has at the end because they always change. Um, it's about but, to be plus, just like LGBTQ plus. It's about to be D-I-J-B plus J. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, seriously, because like <laughs> I've seen so many iterations of it. I've seen D-I-J, I've seen just D-I, although I feel like if you still just saying D-I, you missed the mark. But anyway, um, we still have just like people that are just using DEI. We have DEIJ, we have DEIB. I recently know somebody that was at a conference and it was DEIA. And I was like, what? And the A was um, accessibility. And I was like, oh, literally, right? I was like, now wait a minute. Nobody and my it. friend in India, they just rearranged it and there's this Jedi. I, I do you one better. I do you one better. Because because SEL um, oftentimes tags into this. I've recently came into the knowledge of diesel. Me, I, I, I did learn about diesel. I want to say at POCC, not last year, the year before. Diesel. They say maybe POCC 2020. Okay. I learned about diesel. So- yeah. Now we got so like we we've, we've even like added that kind of as a subgroup at my institution. So like I'm on I'm a part of the diesel like unit, right? Along with our counselor, along with our nurse, along with that, right? Like so I'm a part of the diesel unit, but then like 
D-I-B is also a standalone. Yes, a lot. It's all the things. It's a lot. It's all the things. And so, um, it's definitely, I've, I've been just kind of looking at structures and I've seen where like every place that I've seen so far, the, um, the director is a part of the core leadership team. And then they, I've even seen one place in this particular school was larger. It, they had, um, DI coordinators kind of, um, sporadically through the grade bands and so like this particular institution went from preschool to 12th grade and so they had DEI coordinators that fell within kind of the the lower school middle school upper school and so just I've just been like paying attention to structures um reaching out asking questions that kind of thing so I've been in a learning curve in addition to still being a doctoral student I know I was a doctoral student last Mm -hmm. time we talked yeah, so, you don't so but okay yeah. so I don't think mm-hmm. I don't know if we've ever spoken about like our age difference but once upon a time when I was Sky's age because <laughs> I'm older I remember those things and I feel like <laughs> in my in my wisdom in my older wisdom that that's also another piece of it I just have no I just, I you know, the other day I was like, I want to work smarter, not harder. Makes and sense. So just all of the all of the things like the teaching and the committees and the lead this and lead that, and this is just at work. We're not even talking about the things we want to do outside of work. So like you said, you're you know you're a doctoral student, so it's like I just don't want to do all of the things anymore. I just kind of want to do a thing. Fair. And so, because even this year, I was like, well, I'll go back to the summer. So this summer, I think it's probably the first time I decided I am not reading and I'm not doing any PD. Like, I'm not reading anything that has to do with school. Yeah. I'm not doing any professional learning. <laughs> like, I'm not. And then I was also like, I am just going to be a teacher next year. Like, I'm just going to do my, my one job. Mm. And if there's not anything required as far as like after school or a committee or join this or volunteer this, I'm not. <laughs> it's like, I just, I'm not going to. Um, so you're going to do your job, go home. Do my job and go home. I got you. Just do what I'm paid to do. Is yeah. actually it. You know, like this whole like quiet quitting BS mm-hmm. or whatever. I'm like, what about I'm doing the job that I've been asked to do and not that last sentence in the small print that says or as, you know, kind of like asked or thrown at you at the last minute or required or made up. <laughs> oh, wait, oh, wait, what's the proper term? Um, additional <laughs> duties outside of con that's that's what they say. Yeah, like what? Mm, or not. <laughs> or not. So, yeah, I just, I think I'm having, I don't know if I would call it an awakening, but just, you know, like I said, a lot of time to think and um, re-listen to The Alchemist, I want to say two times actually since summer started. So I really went in on that one. And then I recently listened to an audio book while I was on my road trip and it's called Siddhartha mm. which was another 
just good reflecting on what I'm doing, where I'm going, why I'm doing it, how I'm doing it. Yeah. What's next? Hmm. I think so. But my advice to you is just don't, don't burn, don't burn out. That's fair. Don't burn out. That is fair. I know. I feel like, right, like, since you've met me, I've always done all the things. That's just kind of right, like, the way I've lived my life. But I feel like I'm getting to a point to where, like, I am, I'm, I'm checking off, like, goals and things. And so I do plan to um, slow down in the next uh, year, year and a half, just simply because, like, the, the program will be done. Um, I don't want to pick up a book for learning for a, <laughs> a long while. Um, but you know, I, I definitely plan to, because I'm, I'm kind of, I'm checking off, uh, kind of my, my, my goals and, and things I have for myself. And so I do plan to slow down. I mean, eventually I am going to, I'm still going to open a school. Um, but okay. that's not, that's not a one man show. And so I don't, um, that's definitely a team of humans. So I'll be an independent consultant remotely. Perfect. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's interesting because I was just talking to uh, my friend Michelle, and she was like an interim principal last year, mm-hmm. and then pretty much spent like the end of last year's summer um, interviewing to be a principal. And she finally got it. So she will be a, a principal at an elementary school in California. Nice. And we were talking and she was talking about this, you know, her church is getting a new pastor. And so she's on the board for that. And then she's on like some other committee at church and she's on the board. And, and, she's, and I said, hey, so here's the thing. Like when you agreed and committed to all of those things, you weren't actually a principal. True. And now that you are, I was like, I feel like you should just pick one other thing if you don't let them all go. Because the same thing happened to me last year. Like, I agreed to things as a preschool teacher who had been doing it for 15 years and then was doing first grade for the first time. And was overwhelmed because I was relearning something new with different expectations that I had not necessarily had before, but had signed up for these three other things on the side. So it just, I, I, I feel like I burned out. Like I was just overwhelmed and like, uh, being, uh, being a human of color in a predominantly Eurocentric environment, you know, like I was an affinity group leader and I didn't want to quit that. Mm-hmm. Right. And then I'm leading teaching for Black Lives Book Study and I don't want to quit that. So also there was just this a little bit of guilt because I was like, well, I can't if I don't who's going to do it if I yeah. do it with these kids. There's nobody. That's the other thing. Like when you're the only or a few, you're kind of like, well, if I don't do it, who is going to do it? Yeah. Like they're not going to have anybody. And so I just remember, I, I think I hit a wall, like, um, I feel like there's a, that long stretch from, like, September, because we started in August, and then I feel like we had some, you know, some breaks in September, and then I felt like we just went until Christmas, and it was, it was rough. Yeah. 
that stretch is that stretch is indeed cray cray like we do have a few kind of like breakups in between there like family teacher conferences are like in october then of course there's endangered people's day um and then they see so like there is we have a little bit of a breakup but no it is that stretch is hard what i realized last year for the first time i think ever was the amount of time the students get off because you're right there were stretches but we had conferences yeah or we had a faculty work day or yep. and i'd be like they had all four days <laughs> they had a long weekend <laughs> don't wear rest it and then I... you have like admission stuff on sunday so there's sometimes you'd be like oh in the last two weeks i have worked 13 days <laughs> yep i would like a break yep i too <laughs> would like to go to sleep yep <laughs> I too would like a extra long weekend, and you know they would become back all refreshed. And you're like, right. mm-hmm. "I was at work yesterday." Yep, I was at I work yesterday. Thanks. Right. Glad, like glad on the you, weekend. Who, nobody works on the weekend. <laughs> Y'all have no idea what we do, do you? Mm-mm. It's no true, idea. It's true. It's so true. My word. I know that is that is so real because they do. They show up refreshed. And ready, and you're mm-hmm. you tired, and and hungry, and all the things, and they went on little trips and stuff. <laughs> oh, we went to such and such a cabin, and I went fishing, and oh, so, so, well, I was here. I went to the other room in my house and did some things there. So that's all I had. I went from I one room to the other room, and yeah, so. Yeah, I just education, which actually my whole uh, reawakening or whatever, because something else we talked about was so when we came up with our name, we came up with the name because we did not want to be confined to necessarily talking about education. And so just even as we you know, do other things, whether it be education adjacent or in schools, what that would mean, like for the podcast? Uh, you know, I I think one of the reasons, and we, you and I, we talk about this all the time, right? How one of the reasons one of the reasons why we named the podcast what it is, is because we did not necessarily want to be placed into a box yes we are indeed um educators right and we're black first and foremost and then we are educators black 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 um but and we're also educators but there's so much more to us there's so much more to our circles um and so we we know like right like we led with a lot of and and all of our things i feel like will ultimately circle back to education of some sort right we also have to realize that education happens far beyond not us i'm just saying people in general um education happens in many ways far beyond a desk and a curriculum and all those things but um i just i think it's going to if we have to pivot we have to pivot but i think we were definitely brilliant in the beginning because we named it what we named it for that very reason. We did not want to be confined into a box. 
Yeah, I mean, I feel like I'm always going to be education adjacent, even for sure. when I think about how I landed here, because in college, my mom was like, you should get your teaching license. And I was like, absolutely not. Never. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> no, that's that's not going to be a thing. And then, um, you know, when you look back on your life, not that I'm like 90 doing this, but when you look back, you're like, oh, here are all the, the opportunities where I was a teacher. I mean, I was my brother's first teacher as a big sister. Yep. So I think that that is just a part of my being. And, you know, like, I think that there comes a time to just transition into a different phase of it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so it could be a different grade level, right? It could be, it could be um, administration. It could be consulting. There's so many yep. different things. And I think that's where I find myself now, sort of like, what are my other options? It could be, um, you know, uh, teacher education, right? Like, you don't necessarily have to be um, instructing students. You could be instructing teachers like there's just so many lanes there's educational tech there's just there's so there's just so many more options now than even just what 20 years ago um yeah it's definitely always going to be for me as much as I ran from it initially it's always going to be education adjacent for sure um but like you said like people change seasons change um people life just be out here life in. and sometimes you need to you have to you have to pivot as life does its job no for sure um yeah i i don't i don't know who's still doing this and i'm sure there are tons of people that are still um called to do their entire time in the classroom but I just know that I personally am not called to spin like I remember my fourth grade teacher like by the time she got to me that was like year 32 and I was like yeah same same and I was like I was like that's cool no thank you though like I just know that I'm just not called to be in a classroom for 32 years I know people that have taught kindergarten year after year and they love it and that's all they've done and that's okay because we need those people right if everybody going to admin then who gonna teach well we're well everybody's left now so we're kind of finding out um (laughs) the things that we were like what would happen well this is this is what happens yeah you're like hey do you want to be in the classroom and not do any of the things that we asked all the people who were in there you don't need a license you don't need a degree just you want to do it cool um or my we, favorite, we've do come you, up with a program. <laughs> are you are you thinking about being have you ever considered it? Um, are you breathing? Do you want to leave the profession you're in and come to our profession? Or like, or my favorite is um, are you in your right state of mind? Are you not drunk? Are you breathing? Because that's some places that's really where they are at this point. As long as no. you're not intoxicated, um, can you step in here real quick? Like that's pretty much and which is interesting because you'd rather have that conversation than the retention conversation so rather than what does it take to Mm -hmm. um keep and what does it take to value yep the experts that we have 
Nah. We have also vested in master's degrees and licenses and professional learning and all of this stuff. Nah. But rather than figuring out how to retain us, you like, uh, hey, you, you want to? <laughs> a boy in a, in a boy in a blue shirt. You want to come in right with these, <laughs> these small humans? Who are not also not the small humans that you that they were not you and they're not what you think. Like nope. this ain't this ain't nineteen eighty five. It's not. This ain't the same when I was, you know, even I'm like, oh, this is this this is not what first grade was like for me. No. Like, nah. These are not just, the same uh, uh breed and brand of children. Expectations are different and and you know, like something that I will bring this up until you know, I'll skim it from the mountaintops. A, if you weren't doing trauma informed practices before and you continue to not recognize that the pandemic traumatized everybody, yeah, then you are just doing a misservice to like teachers, families, students. Yep. Um, because there is trauma mm-hmm. and for some it is big T and for some it's little T there's some PTSD. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just feel like one of the biggest disappointments for me, particularly last year was just, wow, we going to act like that didn't happen. And we just gone like, we're going to return to what was. Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. yeah. There is and it's so funny you said that though, that uh, with the with the um trauma informed practices because I heard it like it started to come up more and more in the independent school room where you really didn't hear I really didn't hear that song, if you will, sang um as much as I did until I had, until I started teaching in public charter schools like that is at the base of what they do is trauma informed uh trauma informed care trauma informed teaching um but it's it has it's starting to to ring through the independent school realm right now of um yep trauma informed care trauma informed practices um uh, what does that look like um because yeah trauma is it's a thing whether it's um whether it displays itself right all the time whether it displays itself occasionally like it we're all traumatized it's true yep yeah and i'm I'm, well well i'll save i will table not investing in um you know the proper learning services and support for students in schools i will table that um but I, <laughs> I'll pause on that one. <laughs> but, you know, so you and I started with early years. So we started with the young ones, like three to six. Mm-hmm. Really three, 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 threes and fours. Mm-hmm. And since that is sort of like my, my comfort zone, my expertise, I think people forget how important ratios are. And that just because there's this legalese of 110, 18, you know, 16, that that does not mean that that's the number of children you should actually put in the classroom. Um, yep. Like toddlers is always a great example. Like I want to say typically the ratio is 1 to 8 or 1 to 10, but mm-hmm. that you don't want 22 year olds in the room. And, and I don't care how many adults you have. Like I think, again, I think 
this starts to be this like number system thing with like, oh, it's cool. Like we got three adults. We can have over 20 kids. It's like, mm, mm, yeah, technically, but don't. Right. So I say this to say that last year, you know, first grade, but also, um, you know, pandemic school, like these kids were, whether it be virtual, whether their years were disrupted and they missed a lot of that foundational preschool stuff. Yep. And so uh, 16 with two teachers, which, you know, a lot of people be like, oh, my gosh, whatever. Like, that sounds amazing. That sounds great. But we would notice on days when there were absences, if you will, that 12 just seemed to be the magic number. Mm-hmm. And not only was 12 the magic number, but again, because of what this particular contingency of students um, did not get, I still think two teachers was important because, you know, things like the smaller class sizes, the individualized attention they had, um, to just, uh, I think a lot of like the behavior stuff we were talking about was not, um, and I, there was a diff, there's a different way to say attention seeking that I just, uh, came upon and I'll have to recall what it was, but I was going to say like, when you, when it was just like one teacher and like eight kids or 10 kids, or when I started because kids, um, families had the option to be virtual or be in person, it was like five. And that yeah. was amazing. And I was they were having one-on-one personalized individual attention. And then for the next year to be, oh, we're back to 16, 18, 20. Yep. These kids weren't ready for that. Yep. And as an educator, I don't care how long you've been doing this, but I mean, maybe somebody must have, you know, come to the mic and tell me. Like we said, it's different. These are different students because they've had a different experience. So it doesn't matter if in the past I could handle 16 by myself. Yes. This is a different 16. This is a this is a different 16. The 16 felt like 32. You are so right. Because like I've been right, and I don't I, I don't necessarily have the issue of numbers. Like our 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 classroom caps are 12. Um, I will say that my institution has has figured that out, that the magic number is 12. But I right now have nine kids. I had nine kids last year also. But I have nine first graders. And the amount of, again, like you just said, the amount of attention, the amount of one-on-one, personalized, all those things that they get um, is absolutely amazing. But even even within my small number, like, the these are not the same kids again from 1985 like it's just it's a different different brand of kids like it's a whole separate little situation here and so knowing this you gotta approach those differently like being in a room I was with um uh we do a one up one down recess so I was on recess duty for um all the first grade combined with all the kindergarten and while it's not a lot of kids I was like this don't feel the same this feels very different you're absolutely these ain't the same kids from 2019 i mean and we like you know again we come from a space where it was 22 kids and three teachers yep so i don't want anybody to mistake like oh they don't No, i can i can handle 22 by myself if i'm being perfectly honest it's just but you shouldn't have to and Mm -hmm. they deserve better and let me throw let me throw another little ding 
<laughs> we 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 teach institutions where parents pay. Yeah. So let me be clear. <laughs> public school, yes. Free public school, your parents pay taxes or whatever, however that works. But you pay intuition. Mm-hmm. I just feel like it's a different level of standard and expectation, rightfully so. So, yep. you know, it's just these, um, I think some people might say little frustrations. I think, you know, when you go on chats and stuff and you get in there with people who don't have any idea what we do and they say things like, well, that's your job. Yeah. Or that's what you signed up for. And it's like, actually, I didn't really actually I, mm-hmm. I, I didn't sign up for a global shutdown of education. I didn't sign up to be teaching virtually. Actually, that was. Yep. Because that that wasn't in my job description originally. That that was not in my job description. And because um, I'm like struggling with that tension now, the same way you were talking about how for some people, it is their ministry to be a teacher for life. Um, similarly with the pandemic, some people loved teaching online, both educators and students like that was their jam. And we need, like you said, we need all, all aspects of the thing. Now that we know that there's these different, you know, options, right. We need all of that. It is, it's not my thing. The virtual is not, it is even in the, it's it's been a tool. Tech has always been a tool for me. It is not something I've leaned heavily on. It's not something that I, I like, am just like, I need it. Um, and so, yeah, I just, mm, I don't want to be online teaching. That's fair. You know, it's just uh. that's totally fair, and I'm the complete opposite. Like, I didn't mind, I didn't even know I liked it until I had to do it, and I did it. And I was like, Oh, now this is kind of (laughs) nice to the point to where my my division head was like, So, um, we realized like you're a natural on camera, you the the same level of um, being able to captivate students in person. You were doing that virtually. Um, it was like, can you uh, can you show you know the rest of us how to do that? And I was like, uh, okay. Um, I didn't realize I liked it. Like I really did enjoy it. I don't mind being in person. Like there are just obviously certain things that you just you just need to be in person for to to really um, convey. But honestly, if I had to shift to online again, I personally, I'd be like, all right, well, here we go again. Like, I didn't mind it. Um, Which I was like, okay, like, that's an option for me now that I never knew existed. So, yeah. Well, the other, so, because there's so many different levels to it, I don't mind asynchronous. Now, I did realize, (laughs) like, even presenting, like, I presented so much last year because I was like, oh, I can record it and send it to you? Right. Absolutely. For sure. I can record and edit and cut and add things and not, like, fumble over my words? Absolutely. (laughs) Sign me up for that. So, same thing with asynchronous. Like, I will record a video. Like, I feel, I'm like, oh, I could, yes. I got angles. I know how to make it look like a bird's eye view. I got, like, lighting. I'll be out in. I was like, I could do a video. The live stream? I'd be like, (laughs) "Mm." 
and then like trying to switch stuff and like oh share my screen uh-uh, uh-uh. I'd be like are we gonna stay on this one we gonna just, we're just gonna stay on this one thing I'm not trying to switch up or anything and I don't really like um even in zoom meetings I really don't typically have my camera on I just you know I have it on when necessary I have it on yeah. like when a small group but I'm like nah so, like you said, you know, until you knew you had to do it. But I was like, oh, this recording video stuff is kind of, okay. That's I with this. And <laughs> you're right. It's levels to it. You are absolutely correct. It is, um, it is levels to it. You realize you enjoyed the, the asynchronous. I was like, I could get jiggy with, with either or. Like, I got so deep into it. Like, I, one of the apps that we use, like, I didn't became an ambassador I, I, you know, I'm training people down at the school. Like I, I just like really hopped in. I hosted a virtual meetup for the platform for like other educators in my area. Like I, I, I jumped on into it and I am a fan. Um, and so I've actually now have just more strategic ways to incorporate tech, um, into, into my kind of day-to-day if you will like I it's it's still supplemental for me like I don't I'm not teaching directly from it just because of the age group that I have but um yeah no we 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 using all the things I don't collect homework anymore like physical homework uh-uh, I'm gonna give you a physical paper and you're gonna upload it on on Seesaw thank you so much don't don't bring no papers back to me I'm not doing it anymore so I was also, and you know, this again, see, this is good because it's giving us things to talk about later on. Um, sure. I would say definitely again, which is why I don't understand why we went back to what was and why are, te- why are there so much paper? Why are you making so much copies? It's yep. like, why? Yep. So that part, I'm just like, did we not learn anything? And how are we in these so-called progressive spaces that ask us to have students do something that we y'all didn't do as adults yeah like we we went we didn't reflect on what we did we didn't reflect on the feedback that people gave you about virtual conferences yeah mm-hmm. virtual faculty meetings yep. uh, <laughs> we didn't I mean, you want to talk about self-care, but then you don't want to give people the space to be adult enough to say, I could be walking in this park and be in this faculty meeting. Yep. Or mm-hmm. this parent could be at home cooking dinner and listening to me talk about their child for a conference. Yep. Absolutely. You know, we we got to go back to like, right? So I just was like, mm-hmm. uh, what happened to the reflective piece? Yep. I mean, because honestly, if you really think about it, like they've been, they, it's been pushing this, like, let's get back on campus. Let's get back in the building. It's been, it's been, a let's push. get parents back in. Let's, yeah, parents, oh. are, parents are chomping at the bit. Parents are, okay, but you know what? Um, okay, you know what? I will say this about uh, uh, some reflections. I will speak for myself, but I also, contend that there are other people who feel the same way. One of the things that we talked about, particularly in the early years, because a lot of things are, um, you know, the way we document and show work is is different. And there's not like grades and report cards and stuff like that. And so one of the things that came up was like, what parts are dog and pony show? Like what actually 
the things that we do, when mm-hmm. we look at the things throughout the course of the year, who is it for? Yeah. Is it about the students? Is it even about the educators? Who is it for and what is it about? Yeah. And so again, to just like go back to what it was, whether it be a tradition that you've had at a school for a hundred years or twenty five. Yeah. Let's can we revisit some things? Yeah. And I'll also table the conversation of after the murder of George Floyd, and you really want to talk about D E I J B A all of the letters and some of the things in the curriculum and some of the traditions. Yeah need to be retired and so again it's just like this you can't have one foot in and one foot out that's true you're absolutely right it it was so quick to hop back into right certain and you're absolutely right a lot of it a nice chunk of it i won't even put a number on it but a nice chunk of it is dog and pony show you're absolutely correct we have to do the most because of x y and z but do we is the most in the best benefit of the child do we really have to be doing this thing that we've been doing for 30 years like yes i understood that your parent who went here in the 70s 80s or 90s did this thing but it's 2022 how did how was it serving the students yep is it still relevant and also, again, I'm going to throw, because they like to be talking about progressive, why would I be expected to do the same thing a teacher may have done for me in 1980-whatever when I was in elementary school? Why yeah. am I doing the same? Why? What? Because that's not progressive. That is <laughs> the antithesis. <laughs> that's not progressive. Last that time I checked the, the definition for progression. <laughs> Do I need to pull out the dictionary for some reason? According to Webster. Even according to John Dewey. I mean, yeah. according to the... Facts. These are facts. <laughs> according to the great-grandparents <laughs> of the system that we be talking about. True. Uh, I feel like... We, we've strayed away. <laughs> we've strayed away. <laughs> It's true, though. We have, yeah. It's just, I just, I think that's my biggest, probably I think the 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 nail in the coffin for me with this was I was just like, man, I was so excited about the potential after the pandemic yeah. and how education could be revolutionized. And just, you know, all, and I just was like, oh. We had a no. moment. I feel like there was a window. Mm-hmm. Right. I feel like there was a, there was a, we had a window and it wasn't a long, it wasn't a a long window either. There was a window because we, we've spoke about it in many, uh, many episodes. There was a window at one point in time where we was like, okay, this is our chance. And now honestly, I feel like the window has closed because now everybody's on this getting back to normal kick, opening all the things kick. And so I feel like our window has closed. Let's test kids, even though we didn't test them for two years. What? What? Right. We didn't even test. What are you talking about? There's so many gaps in data. I was using. What are you talking about? It's fine. I was using some data from um, from a um, a local public school district for an assignment I was doing, and and you can see right because all of these things are public documents. You can see the gaps from where they had not tested in two years. Why are we preparing to test? Clearly, it was okay when we did. 
And let me be clear, assessment and testing are not the same thing. I just want to put that out there for people who might be like, oh, she's anti-data. I'm not anti-data. I'm just no. saying there's a difference between assessment and, and a difference uh, between standardized testing. Absolutely. All day so, long. Also different ways to collect data, but you know, don't mind me with my asset-based mindset <laughs> and... <laughs> multiple languages and emergent bilinguals and you know really honoring a student and meeting them where they are don't mind my progressive speak right that's not what we all on but right yeah so yeah um i mean i know that we have some guests coming up and that again we've talked about instead of maybe being so hardcore with guests more of us conversing and even more just like talking about whatever is on our mind uh you know being multi multi-talented multi-happenant multi-universal so for sure yeah so i guess until the wheels fall off we'll be doing this thing but you know also you know going back to just humanness the yeah like we set out with uh every other week and the semester thing and all, all this stuff and you know it it didn't really pan out that way um in the spring and i think that's okay yep and we have to we had to to learn to be okay with that being okay yeah true story that is okay and i feel like thank you so much for those that that rock with us that have been rocking with us that have been anticipating new episodes new listeners because we're we're always getting new listeners thank y'all for rocking with us just know that this is unorthodox but (laughs) it's always going to be real we're always going to give you our truest thoughts and yeah yeah i mean i think it's how we are important to have frameworks and expectations and we know that we have um you know goals or whatever to reach but we also will be like we gonna spend the day at the creek today or we gonna be outside or like absolutely you know or oh my goodness it snowed and the snow is up to our heads we're going to play across the street in the park in the snow today (laughs) absolutely and we're going to enjoy that why because we're not married to you know, we're married to what's what's best for kids in that moment. And so you're right. We have to take what we apply to our um, our practice. And sometimes you have to apply it to your personal. Y'all. So that being said, um, I'm going to look at look, I'm going to look at my calendar while I'm on this. So we definitely like I said, we have this episode and then we have an episode that we actually did pre-record. And then we have two other people who are interested in speaking with us. And that kind of gets us into November. And so, you know, if we do two or three episodes, uh, just us or whatevs, I feel like the fall semester is kind of complete. I think we would have done what we usually set out to do. Yeah, but if anyone wants to join us at the mic, if anyone wants to recommend, another thing we talked about was some of our most, um, you know, engaging speakers or people who are just, we feel like are naturals on the mic, having, you know, people back uh, that we've had on before. So, you know, 
stay tuned. Indeed. Thank you, everyone, again, for joining us. Thank you for supporting us. Hope you gathered some great notes from this episode. As always, I'm Kamisha. I'm Sky. School is in session.